0: Welcome to Sincerely JJ, a podcast for the people who are tired of living up to the standards. My name is Julie.
1: And I'm Jen. Join us in discovering life's beautifully unwritten detours. Welcome back to the podcast.
0: In today's episode, Jen and I will be talking about self-sabotage. What it is, what causes it, the meaning behind it, how to recognize and interpret those feelings, and lastly, how to overcome it. Jen and I have both been guilty and experienced doing this to ourselves. Can anyone else relate to this? Are you guys even aware that you're doing it in the first place? Lots of people don't. So Jen, do you want to start off by defining what self-sabotage
1: is? For sure. I'm pretty sure not everyone understands what is self-sabotage is or what what it is, or some of you may know what it is, but it's a type of behavior where we put ourselves in a situation where we physically, mentally, emotionally, or deliberately hinder our own success and well-being by undermining personal goals and values. So when people take these destructive steps, their harmful behavior can negatively impact nearly every part of their lives, Including their relationships, career, or any goals that they set themselves in the future.
0: Yeah, I completely agree because I've seen myself do self sabotaging within my relationships as well mm-hmm. as my careers that we were going to go to later. But I know Jen is currently reading a book and it's a really beautiful book, and she's going to tell you a little bit more about that.
1: Yeah, or of course. Like right now, currently, I am reading a book called. The Mountain Is You, Transforming Self-Sabotage into Self-Mastery by Brianna West. It's a very lovely book, actually. I... I think so when I was feeling really down and I don't know who I am at the point, it was really tough for me to read this out loud or read it because it can relate to what I am going through. And I find that this book helps you to understand what self-sabotage is, exploring the meaning of your emotions, which I struggled many many years of how to express my emotions with anyone and how to build a new future without having self-sabotage hindering behaviors i'm not gonna lie but every word has helped me gain insight about myself as an individual and of course some of the parts i did cry I'm not gonna lie about that too after realizing i don't know what emotions are interpreted to why i'm feeling this way so it's just a like really good insight and i do recommend everyone to read this book because it goes through step by step and it tells you what can you change from this behavior
0: mm-hmm. it makes you very aware of situations and behaviors that you've gone through that you don't didn't know that you were going through mm-hmm. and then when you reflect back then you realize and it really hits you
1: oh yeah it really hits you from <laughs> home big time and for me it, it did really hit me home from there and i didn't realize how much i've been doing it throughout my adulthood actually mm-hmm. so here are some signs of self-sabotage
0: number one you neglect yourself mentally physically emotionally basically you're not doing steps to take care of your own health mm-hmm. number two is staying in a job that makes you unhappy you don't think that there's anything out there for you. You don't think anyone wants you at any other jobs. you got to stay comfortable because you're set on where you are. Basically, this is also known as imposter syndrome.
1: Actually, if you're set on where you are, it can be a meaningful of that you are comfortable where you are too. Very comfortable, even mm-hmm. though it's a
0: toxic place.
1: Yeah, comfortable yeah. and you
0: don't want to explore
1: what's out there. Yeah. Number
0: three, keeping toxic people in your life. So basically the negative people so don't let the negativity and stress of other people take over your life making you feel stressed and unhappy
1: as well let go of those people in order to make you feel better i agree with that actually mm. you don't got time for this you don't got time for people who is going to be toxic or negative all the time in your life that's true and especially if you're, they're doing it to you mm-hmm. even more reason to try to cut them off yeah you know what's funny part you can get sucked into that kind exactly. of behavior too Exactly. Mm -hmm. And number four, you
0: don't experience anything new. By staying in your comfort zone, you're holding yourself back from all that life has to offer to you. If you don't leave your comfort zone, you might not see solutions to problems that you possibly need, you Mm -hmm. know, because you're just so comfortable staying where you are. Yeah. Number five, you procrastinate. Okay, everyone basically procrastinates, okay? (laughs) But there are some areas in your life that you just procrastinate and you kind of put off to the side always. This is when you're self-sabotaging yourself because you have the ability to improve your life now. It's either you
1: choose it or you don't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm guilty for procrastinating. I do it so many times. I do it too.
0: And the Sixth one is you try to make everyone else around you happy. If you spend your whole life trying to make other people happy, this is a form of self-sabotage. It's important that you make yourself happy before you worry if someone else is happy too. Don't sacrifice your happiness and what you want to do for Mm -hmm. someone else. That's self-sabotaging.
1: You can't be a people pleaser. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm one of those again.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And here are some of the possible causes for these. Approach avoidance conflict. So basically, this is a biological response where you are avoiding something, a threat. In your body, it feels as if it's a threat physically and psychologically. So in order to prevent those threats, you will self-sabotage to reduce those threats and exceed from diving into reaching those goals that you want to do because you're trying to avoid it because it's so far reached.
1: You're trying to avoid conflicts or anything like that. Yep.
0: Number two is modeling.
1: Self-sabotaging
0: behavior can emit from childhood, basically from what you see from your parents and your caretakers. Because when someone in your life who is a model figure for you, who lacks confidence to succeed, you will innately follow those steps as well. Number three is rejection or neglect. Being rejected or neglected by a parent or a caretaker giver can cause low self-esteem and other negative self-image issues it's as if you're not good enough
1: yeah or reminded that you are not good enough exactly can do a lot of damage of this person's self-esteem exactly so then that therefore you're not going to try a lot of things because
0: you you think you're not good enough yeah Yeah. you're not like you're never gonna make it so what's the point Mm-hmm. number four is adaptive to maladaptive behaviors this is where we adapt behaviors that are initially considered adaptive for survival even after the challenge has passed so basically it's where someone is still going through the motions of trying not to be in this threatening situation but even after it has gone by you still feel it
1: mm-hmm.
0: and five is trauma so a child who is violated by any person uh particularly a person that they trust They may look at the world as an unsafe and view themselves as undeserving of good things in life, leading to self-sabotage. As in, like, they're not good for anything.
1: Yeah, that's definitely true. And self-sabotage can be anything, really, when you put your goals into it. And if you can't achieve it, it's because of those causes. Yeah. Possible causes, Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah. And I am guilty for this. Self-sabotaging in relationships oh yeah and so basically the origin of sabotage is the key for change basically you do it because something in the relationship is not what you want so it can occur in various forms including choosing partners who are in- incompatible to you you pick fights refusing to fully commit to relationships and having un. Realistic expectations, chronic mistrust, silencing yourself, and losing yourself in the relationship. These are all forms of self-sabotage in a relationship. And the thing that will really, really help with this is CBT, which is Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. If you guys remember from our mental health trauma episode, we did link lots of resources From therapy to CBT resources and programs that you guys can attend to. So definitely check our Instagram for that. So basically CBT is an effective strategy for dealing with relationship issues. Other examples of sign of the sabotaging is ignoring your negative emotions. Basically, you're suppressing it all the time. You're criticizing your partner for not being able to do such and such and such for you. But
1: all the simple things and then you have high expectation for a person to do.
0: Yeah, because you have all those expectations, but they're not doing it or they don't understand what you want. So you're criticizing them. You're holding grudges when that's seriously not necessary, where you can have a normal communication, but you don't because you're self-sabotaging yourself. Having direct energy at things other than the relationship. Yeah. Directing energy at things other than the relationship. So you do anything
1: but your but relationship. your relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah, you'll focus more on yourself, your goals, or your career, your family and friends, but you're gonna neglect the relationship. And last one, you're gonna focus on your partner's flaws oh this person's not doing this for me why yeah. not this person is not doing this versus this other person look at their boyfriend they're doing this yeah all of and that y- stuff. like
1: a comparison of um one of your friend's boyfriend did
0: this how come he's not doing this exactly so mm-hmm. basically it goes all back into the fact that you have this unexpect, like unrealistic expectation of how they're supposed to be Mm -hmm. however you're not voicing it yourself uh Mm -hmm. your needs to that person so basically the only way to combat this is to heal from the past and work on a healthy self concept where you're going to understand the attachment styles and engage in open and honest communication with your partner
1: Mm, that's a that's a proper way to do it because if you don't tell them they don't don't know (laughs) they don't know and then they can't give you that support that you want and you need and they're not mind readers once again right i think so i've been stuck in a relationship where i told the person but again like a lot of miscommunication a lot of just saying oh you're not like you're not doing this you should already know this how to do it like why am i have to tell you what to do right right
0: because we want them to do it automatically on their own yeah. out of their own hearts right mm-hmm. you don't wanna have to tell them what to do because then you're gonna be like oh you're just doing it yeah because i told you about it
1: yeah, exactly. but
0: sometimes maybe they need that maybe they don't see that's yeah. actually what you need yeah. so i'm guilty in that that literally happened to me mm-hmm. a few weeks ago where i was not open about how I felt that I needed more quality time with my boyfriend and mm-hmm. then I ended up just being really sad because um, of a bunch of other things. But one reason was that I wasn't able to see him enough and spend quality time with him and he had no idea. And so for him he thought everything was good and dandy, you know, and here I am being sad.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so until I told him, then he's like, oh, he didn't know like that was how I was feeling. Yeah. And so now we're just trying to like work Figure towards it. and like build that up again.
1: yeah Yeah, that's good but it's hard to have that kind of relationship when another person or your partner is not able to express what they need to get to the point where they want exactly
0: so this also leads into i would say even passive aggressiveness yeah because you have a different feeling inside of you that you cannot express properly so therefore you're doing all of these things that are passive aggressive so it's like self-sabotaging where mm-hmm. you're not getting direct into the main point of why you're feeling that way and you can't express yourself mm-hmm. and then you're taking it out on the other person
1: yeah that's true not only about self-sabotaging in a relationship it could be your career wise so in my experience i have experienced self-sabotage in work and that's one of the hardest things that i had to go through as well in my career so this includes disorganization indecisiveness perfectionism procrastination imposter syndrome it's a huge one not feeling like you're good enough for the position even though you are and one of the experience i felt was that i felt out of control with this organization and i think that a previous episode i did talk about not succeeding some of my interviews it was really hard when you getting rejection over and over and over and that's when you kind of lose hope Mm -hmm. of trying now because you're kind of like what's the point right like i'm never gonna get it anyways yeah so in the same time you're thinking like okay what did i do wrong to even not get this position i should be able to get it no Like, no problem because I'm highly qualified for this job. It's just the question that hinders myself thinking like, okay, maybe this is not the right question. This is not the right answer. And do self-doubting. And the thing
0: is, I did an interview similar to Jen where I tried twice and I'm highly qualified for this position. This is what I've been doing for the past like four to five years. Yeah, I know I got this. This is all I've been doing. But the thing is, it's not that you were not good enough. It's that someone answered slightly better than you. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. So your answers can all be right and correct. Mm -hmm. They just maybe worded it differently. Their personality is a little bit different than yours. You know, that would be more fit for that job at that time. Mm hmm. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that other positions were not going to open up for you. That's true. You know, it's like, you know, that stupid saying. Oh, I hate the saying so much.
1: It's like when a door closes, another door, door opens. opens. Oh, I hate that so much. Be like, What door? It's true, though. Door. <laughs> Freaking, give me all the damn doors you need. I need it all. <laughs> or then there's like this other one where it's just like, oh,
0: if um there's no door for you. You know how, like, opportunity knocks at the door, right? Yeah. If there's no opportunity knocking at the door, build the door. going <laughs> to build a door? I don't have time to build no doors. <laughs> but, yeah, basically, it's kind of like that. Like, don't lose hope because other things will come to you. Mm-hmm. So don't give up yet because what if it's, like, the next job yeah, definitely. that will come? Like, what, what? what if it's the next opportunity that will come and then you're self-sabotaging so you don't get it, so you don't even try? But that could have been the job that you could
1: have gotten that's true I think so when you do self-sabotage you lose your self-esteem for a bit and Mm -hmm. this is when you are trying your best to build your self-esteem until you get the courage of going back and doing the things that you need to get done
0: so this happened to me at work where I'm going to share with you guys I was working at a place in a company for four or five years and I was working my way up into a management position and I spoke about it briefly in the past. But today I'm going to tell you in fuller detail where I was trying to get into management. I was working towards it for a year. I was being trained. And then all of a sudden, um, a, a different team member came in from an outside and was like, Julie, this is like they're using you, basically. This is mm-hmm. a joke. Like yeah. they just want to keep you. They are not going to give you this position anyways because they've offered it to me. Ouch. Yeah. And so thank God that team member told me because then... In my head, I'm like, wow, I wasted all my time, effort, and energy. And I worked so hard to be in, get that position mm-hmm. in the management. And they were just using me. And it was like a joke. Yeah. So that really hurt my feelings. Yeah. Not only that, it's also I lost all trust in the management team and my own manager because of the things that she said about me to that team member. Mm-hmm. So either way, I was to them, I was not good enough for this position anyways. Mm-hmm. And so in my head... I started thinking that, oh, I'm not good enough, which is completely false. But at that time, that's all you can think about, right? Because upper management is saying you're not good enough for this position. Yeah, it what how you think about yourself. Exactly. And so I took a break. I just feel as if, yes, I'm somewhat confident that I can do a lot of positions. Mm-hmm. But to be in management, I'm not sure if I can, even though I really want to be. Mm-hmm. And I tried so hard. And I worked so hard towards it. I can be a part of management. It's of just course. I'm scared to now. Yeah. Because I don't want that to happen to me where I'm going to fail at being in management because my own manager said terrible things. And so it's like, what, what, what do I really believe? Am I going to believe myself in my own skills or what they tell me? Mm-hmm. So at that time, I was in like a really low point. Yeah. But now I realize that, no, you know what? I did all this work and worked so hard for all this stuff that I'm doing from like experience Plus all the work. Like,
1: I'm going to go for it. If the opportunity comes, I'm going to try and take it. Yeah, you've already gained the skills that you have developed. Right. You still take it in and just use those skills that you've learned. Mm -hmm. It's their loss, end of the day, right?
0: Yeah, I think so, too. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, everyone at work was, like, freaking out, you know, obviously. Because they lost someone really good. Yeah. I feel bad
1: for them. Well, again, like what you quoted, (laughs) if one door closes, another will open. Yeah. As per usual. (laughs) Yeah, it's really tough when you're in a situation where you do self-doubt, self-sabotage because it's not really easy to get out of it. It's so much easier to get into it and spiral, but it's a hundred times more harder to get out of it. So it's up to a person if they've noticed or know what kind of self-sabotage they are doing, it's easier to pinpoint of how to get out of it so that's why I think CBT
0: really helped me in that sense mm-hmm. where they teach you about how you're feeling why are you feeling those things and mm-hmm. how it leads into your actions like so your thought leads into your feelings then to your actions yeah that triangle if you guys seen the post
1: yep you will know
0: check it out on Instagram of course so jed when you're having these type of self-sabotaging behaviors what kind of emotions do you feel at that time oh my god
1: goodness uh, <laughs> i i i think so i went through a lot of grief i would okay. say that and it sounds silly but i think so you go through a range of amount of emotions. it could have been anger it could have been grief sadness the fact that you for my situation is not getting the position that i wanted to go to mm-hmm. so it's really tough where you're just trying to think it over what have i done wrong or how can i get over this grief feeling Mm-hmm. Really, And then and it goes about to embarrassment as well. Because I embarrassed the fact that I sent out a lot of application and I've done the interview and I haven't had any successful ones. Which is really kind of losing hope too, right? When you don't hear good news, it just comes back to you over and over like getting bad news pretty much.
0: But then because of all of your hard work, your mm-hmm. manager realizes what an asset you are to the company and yeah. she offered you that position
1: oh yes definitely so you didn't even you know I'm actually pretty happy that um the people that I'm working right now I'm happy the fact that they are they have my back actually they really encourage me to say they really encourage me and they say like oh she's really good at her job like you can see that she's very compassionate she really cares truly cares what she's doing first of all and not even that she's putting a lot amount of effort for one patient or clients and it feels really nice when you have your coworkers who compliment you of the things that you done that is really helpful in the company it's really great feeling But in the same time, I'm still working on it for sure about getting through or gaining more encouragement of myself to do things that I really truly want to do and take the leap of faith. There you go. Take the leap of (laughs) faith. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. So this is where we kind of segue into like, how can we interpret our negative feelings or how can we interpret these negative emotions that we are feeling? Because sometimes we don't really understand all of these stages of all of these feelings that we are experiencing because sometimes for me it was really hard the fact that if i'm angry where do i put this outlet to or when i'm sad am i is it helpful for me to talk to a friend or keep it to myself and just cry it out so there's a lot of questions to this and one of the emotions that you will feel when you are self-sabotaging is anger And Julie, how how do you interpret anger? To
0: be honest, I feel as if I bottle my emotions up so much to the point where I'm just pissed
1: and then I'm going to (laughs) explode. Yeah, Yeah. that's exactly what maybe everyone, maybe you guys probably have felt too. Mm -hmm. So basically, it's where there's just too much inside of
0: us. Mm -hmm. I get so angry to the point where I just got to cry at this point because it's just like no one is doing anything for me i'm not doing anything for myself like what is life you know
1: (laughs) yeah yeah and that's funny because sometimes we misinterpret what anger is it can be a negative way too because anger is like when we bottle up we physically want to like hit someone and all that stuff but it isn't it it can be a positive way actually so anger shows us where our boundaries are did you know that No, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. And it helps us identify what we find to be unjust, so we can figure out something you
0: don't like, and then that's why you're getting angry about it. Something if it's like,
1: yeah, something if it's like morally fair or unfair. Okay. So, which was like morally right or wrong? Mm -hmm. That's what anger gets to us because, like, for example, if a person who is just like oh, give you a different information. And you're just like, no, this is not the right information at all. Mm-hmm. So that's what unjust unjust mean. Um, we do this to help us motivate us and change what we need to change with- within our lives. Oh. So technically, anger is good to express that because when we are very uncomfortable of the situation, we obviously want to make it right. Correct? Right. Mm-hmm. moving on we have sadness that's me man <laughs> <It's> always sad <laughs> well it's it's a grieving process mm-hmm. and sadness is a typical good way to express yourself and it, there should be no shame of doing it mm-hmm. yeah it's a normal and correct response to the loss of something you very much love so is a uh, this emotion often comes up in the aftermath of a disappointment. That's true. Mm-hmm. This could look like a relationship, a job, or just a general idea of what you thought your life would be.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Have you ever had that situation?
0: Yeah, so using my example from before, I was really sad that I don't get to see my boyfriend a lot. I
1: mm-hmm. felt
0: as if I was being neglected a little bit. Yeah. So to me, I was just super sad that Oh, I thought he was gonna be here and like take care of me and pay attention to me, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but that was just my unrealistic thoughts. Yeah, and it's not—it's not like he wasn't doing that. It's just Mm -hmm. I wanted more,
1: (laughs) a little tinsy bit, (laughs) a little bit more because
0: we were not hanging out as much, and so I think
1: I was just lacking some of that. Mm -hmm. And for me, is of course a job opportunity that flies away. Of course, I would be sad about it too. Or generally where sometimes my biggest red flag is that I compare myself to a person who's successful, mm-hmm. to be honest, where I see everyone have a cookie cutter life and I really want to have that cookie cutter life too. Mm-hmm. But I'm self-sabotaging myself because I don't, I felt like I don't deserve to have a, that kind of lifestyle but realistically, I know that I do or want to have that. Yep. So sadness only becomes problematic when you do not allow ourselves to go through the grieving process. You are suppressing, the word suppressing, your emotions. Such as needing to cry or feeling down and many more. And I think that's the biggest thing when it comes to self-sabotaging.
0: You feel sad and then you suppress your inform, your not, you suppress your emotions because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, I'm fine. It's okay.
1: It's whatever. Yeah, I do. But that then too. it comes up later on, even worse. Yeah, and explodes on someone's face. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just joking. It, it's more of you exploding it to yourself too, right? Yeah, because i before,
0: like I, I swear to God, I've had battles between myself where I'm trying to be okay like why am i being sad yeah but like why do i have to suppress those if like why do i have to suppress that kind of emotion when Mm -hmm. i can just let it out and just tell my partner or whoever how i'm feeling yeah it
1: sounds easy but it's a it takes time to like practice those yeah for sure expression right and especially if like if the part where the Your partner is not a very aware of it too, right mm-hmm. you're not used to this kind of emotions that you're going to. It's a little bit of a surprise perhaps for a person, but if you are listening or if you know that someone is going through this way, the best way is just to listen to them mm-hmm right and check in to see if they're actually okay because
0: sometimes yeah. a lot of people suppress it but it's not until you're seriously like dead serious where it's like i'm not are okay are you sure you're okay yeah and if yeah. they're like no you can
1: tell me like it's a safe space you can just tell me mhm i agree with you it's really tough to express those feelings exactly so moving on we got guilt surprisingly yeah. did you know self-sabotage could be a form of guilt I didn't know that. (laughs) Neither have I. Yeah. So guilt requires us to look deeply at what our behaviors are. If we treat someone unfairly, we must be able to admit it. And sometimes it's really hard to admit it. Mm -hmm. When we're doing something wrong because of our ego, it's telling us, ah, no big deal. It's not my fault. You know? No. You have to apologize for proper behavior that you projected someone right mm-hmm. or if it's generalized we need to look deeply at what made us always feel as though we were wrong or inconvenient to other people so it could have been like
0: a good example is when i
1: <laughs> me i was
0: being passive aggressive to my boyfriend mm-hmm. and basically just taking it out on him when i was feeling sad <laughs> Okay, that's actually pretty good. And then Jen was the one who told me, Julie, you have to go <laughs> apologize to him for doing that. <laughs> Which I did. Because <laughs> I did feel guilty because the thing was, I knew exactly I what, I what I was doing. <laughs> I knew by answering him really short
1: and, you know... Yep, short-tempered.
0: Short-tempered. And, by and, mm-hmm. through text, you can tell when someone is <laughs> pissed off through text when you reply with one word and then you put the period... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the vibe is different now. And so I did know what I did was wrong and I knew it very clearly, yet I still did it. So I had to go apologize for that.
1: I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it was a different insight. Oh.
0: Yeah. And I thought that was what brought us really closer because mm-hmm. we were able to speak about it. Yeah. And then he was very supportive, in which he was saying how I didn't need to be passive aggressive
1: with him. Hmm. just communicate yeah essentially it's tough when you have a childhood where passive aggressive is so normal exactly and communication is not very, very common, common in, <laughs> in your in household yeah and I, I like the fact that you are trying to make the or filling those gaps because it's not easy to fill in those gaps when you never caught it before exactly
0: because i before i was passive aggressive not with him Mm -hmm. but i I never knew it was passive aggressive and i didn't understand what i was doing Mm -hmm. i didn't fully understand what i was doing and the deeper meaning behind what i was doing but now i recognize it so that's good thank the lord
1: (laughs) (laughs) that is good yep yes um for me it's more of oh am i not doing this right or correct either Mm. if i'm doing something that i know that's correct and then but you still second guess yourself yeah second guess myself and then i feel guilty if i got it wrong Mm. and mislead someone that's my biggest (laughs) guilt ever even though you were right but you're second guessing guessing, and then the guilt of oh no i told something wrong maybe maybe yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) and totally feel like accountable of something that you know it's right but still feel accountable still another one form would be embarrassment come on that would be embarrassing too if you were actually wrong <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm pretty sure people out there have experienced embarrassment come on yep not in your one lifetime you ever done embarrassment the one of the embarrassment i've done is calling a teacher mom <laughs> okay but i have mm-hmm. no shame on that because i was tired that day and i don't know maybe was talk- thinking about my mom that time <laughs> but or maybe she was a motherly figure yeah, from motherly a point figure.
0: that's nice though
1: yeah so it happens to everyone and this is really depends on how you interpret the feeling to be honest you shouldn't be really shameful for it it just happens let it be Mm -hmm. however embarrassment is a shadow of shame did you know that Mm -hmm. yeah so yes i I totally agree with the shameful part (laughs) i I was definitely ashamed that i did call her that because all the kids were staring and i was just saying oh that was not me (laughs) but I did it anyways this is when the natural occasional feeling of being embarrassed turns into a way for us to completely condemn ourselves as human beings and being to see ourselves as worthless or invalid when we do not process these feelings of embarrassment it tends to turn into something far darker it would be much worse than in the long run yeah
0: I don't know what it's thought. <laughs> That's okay. I agree with this because the self-sabotaging, because you're going to be running away from the, f- the possibility of having a fear of embarrassment, mm-hmm. you're definitely going to self-sabotage yourself. Oh, yeah. Because you don't want to have that feeling
1: ever. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Or how people judge you and you're just like, oh, this is really embarrassing. Exactly. But the thing is, sometimes you are
0: it's all in your head. Yeah. We a lot of people... A lot of people... Have their own stuff to deal with. Who's gonna think about you? you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely one hundred percent. It's all in our heads, and how we pe- we always overthink about how people think of ourselves. Exactly. Which is not true. Dang, when this is this happens to you when you're an overthinker too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think so. One of them, one of the emotions that I've gone through was jealousy 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 is the worst feeling ever and it's a cover up emotion it presents an anger or judgment when in reality it's a sadness and self- dissatisfaction which I've encountered multiple times because I've been compared to with my family member my own family member and it's not a great feeling because you feel like you're not worth mm-hmm. Right. And you're not
0: up to the same standards right. as they are. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So in ways that you can compare yourself with other people's successful life too. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: Career-wise. Yeah. Marriage, kids, you know, all that stuff.
1: I'm not going to lie. I'm guilty because the social media, it shows 100 pictures of happiness on a person's profile. And then you kind of question, like, why can I not be yeah, like happy. this? Yep. Oh, one of my good friends told me, they told me that everything that's posted up on social media they pick out the good things or good parts of their life but behind the picture you don't know what's exactly what they're thinking of and i have to keep realizing that not everyone has a perfect life
0: not everyone has a happy day all the time yeah exactly we all have shitty
1: days yeah so it's that burning feeling of jealousy like, ha, I want that happiness too. I want to have a family too. Mm-hmm. And I think that is a type
0: of emotion where you can actually flip it to make it a positive thing where those people you you see mm-hmm. can be uh, I don't know, role models motivational people who mm-hmm. you can look up to and try to work towards the same type of goals. Like it doesn't have to be a negative thing. It can yeah. be also a positive thing. It, I think
1: so. It can be like a It depends on like what kind of drive you have. Yeah. If you have, if you see it that way, I'm definitely sure that you will have a higher chances of getting those drive. Mm
0: -hmm. Being successful in that. But if you're Mm self-sabotaging yourself, you're like, oh, I'll never be able to get what this person has. So I'm not even going to bother.
1: I think so. there was a quote where like, if you keep repeating over and over what you say, you tend to believe your self-sabotage.
0: Exactly. That's why you have to say daily, Mm -hmm words of affirmation to yourself positive ones Mm -hmm. and you can see those on our Instagram they're
1: posted daily and not even that you should be writing them down daily and one of the biggest tips that I do for a daily affirmation is put something that's really in front of me physically so I have a paper of things that I'm good at to just remind myself that I'm good at my self-worth I am good at all these affirmations i can master the day i can live through the day and all that stuff Mm
0: -hmm. just be positive don't be so negative
1: yeah it's it's tough it's tough to be positive all day when sometimes you have days where i call it the trying days and when those days do not go the way how you expect it to be it can be tough but at least understand those feelings Mm -hmm. and recognize them yeah which is... Don't suppress them. We're going to highlight the word of suppress. Suppress. <laughs> do not suppress your feelings. Mm-hmm. And the next one is resentment. I don't know if anyone ever experienced resentment. I know for sure I have. When we resent people, it is often because they do not live up to the expectations of them that we had in our minds. The problem is that is within us because we have unrealistic expectation of how a person should be or act towards us what julia have mentioned about the relationship we have such a high expectation of a person we shouldn't expect a person to be perfect 100% because that person has their flaws too and, and also
0: that person i feel as if they can also be having a trying day too
1: exactly and you're
0: just loading them no. <laughs> you know, and stressing them out even more when you can have a normal conversation about it and mm-hmm. you guys can both talk about it
1: yeah which is a proper way of communication for sure but mm-hmm. if you don't the negative way is resenting the person and you're trying to avoid at all costs of the problems, all costs of complicated conversation that you have to talk about. Mm-hmm. It sounds uncomfortable, but...
0: It has to be done, you
1: It has to be done. Yeah. Or also it becomes a snowball, pretty much. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? Resent them forever? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the next one, the seventh one, would be regret. And I'm guilty for it, too. Have you ever regretted anything that you wish you could have done? Oh yeah, for sure. There are a lot of times where I could have taken a different
0: opportunity and then I feel like my life would have been different. Mm. But not like I would want to go back in time and redo it because then I wouldn't be the person who I am today.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, regret this goes hand in hand with jealousy, actually, if you have not noticed. We get upset when we did not live up to our own expectation. And I live through this every day and it's a loop that it's really bad that I had so much expectation and when I don't succeed those expectation I get disappointed and it becomes spiral and you're out of control so for example if you work a little harder on your career you would have gotten farther in life and I'm pretty sure everyone had heard that probably from their family members or you criticizing yourself or a friend who is just telling you advice but the advice is not so helpful because you're already low at yourself or um didn't love someone while you had them too like did you regret the fact that if this didn't happen or if this has changed earlier on would the outcome become what i expected it to become
0: and I think this emotion is the most toxic one out of all of them
1: mm-hmm.
0: because you're thinking about all of the what ifs, all of the past situations that could have happened, could not have happened. Who knows? Even if you started your career, you worked harder. Would you have gotten farther though? Yeah. Like, true. how would you know? Because right now, even if you started later, you could be hustling and still be at that same point.
1: Yeah. So, I think this is the most toxic one. Yeah. I out of all of them. You. I do agree with you. Yeah. And regret is showing you that you're, you should be more appreciative of the people that you have right now. Yeah, but that is if you
0: realize that yeah. you're having all these regrets. You should focus on the now instead of in the past. past yeah. yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, that's one of the toxic traits mm-hmm. that anyone could experience for sure. And mm-hmm. lastly, chronic fear. Some of you may have mastered this feeling or some of you are probably going through this feeling or some of you have not experienced this feeling but chronic fear is when we cannot stop returning to fearful thoughts so it's not always because there is an actual threat in front of us but we do this because we have this fear of losing out of control so which often gets us to think about or focus our energy in a potential threat so we can protect ourselves. Moving on to tips to overcome the self-sabotage. It's really hard to have a lot of tips. There's a lot of tips out there to overcome this. It's not easy to do it in a day. Mm-hmm. It, it takes time. Yeah, it takes time. It takes many years to master these emotions. But first, I would have to say you have to identify the behavior of course yeah that's you have important. to recognize
0: what you are doing because if you don't know what you're doing then you just don't know so first identify the behavior and then learn the triggers why are you having those behaviors what set you off what ticked you off mm-hmm. to begin with is it a tone that someone was talking to you in are you bored are you fearful of something are things going too well for you so you're like, oh, something bad has happened to happen soon.
1: Yeah. You so have let's that just preset. self-sabotage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have that preset like, okay, things are going way too, way well. too well. Something's going to happen. Yeah. I'm just going to. Do it now. I can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to get over this feeling and just like, just get it done. Rip it off. Yeah. Um, are you having a lot of self-doubt? Because mm. that can also lead to it as well. Yeah. And the third one be practice getting comfortable with failure. It's tough. To practice that because failure meant... No fun, man. Yeah. It means that you... No bueno at all. No. (laughs) No bueno. You're not good. It's normal to feel afraid of rejection, failure, and other emotional pain. These things are generally not fun to deal with, to be honest. It can be really uncomfortable. So you take steps to avoid them. For sure. This becomes problematic when the steps you take involve self-sabotage. You might prevent unwanted experience, but you're also bound to miss out on things you do want, such as a strong relationship, close friends, or career opportunities.
0: It's true, because if you, especially in a relationship, if you don't go through those uncomfortable conversations and you're just scared of... The fear of like oh what if this doesn't happen what if he re- reacts poorly or whatever mm-hmm. you'll actually never really know and you will not be able to build that strong foundation in a relationship
1: yeah and it kind of seems like a commitment too mm-hmm. hard to commitment in one thing mm-hmm. because you don't know what's going to be out there yeah what's the what's the outcome yeah as well mm-hmm. and the fourth one is talk about it. And Julie and I always express what's going to happen to us or what we're going through amongst each other. And it's really good to have that or share with that person because they've experienced it as well. So if you or anyone notice patterns in your behaviors in a relationship, talking about it with a therapist, a friend, or someone who you really trust in a safe space, Mm -hmm. it would be good to share. Mm -hmm. Just because... If you don't talk about it, you pent up all these emotions and again, it'll explode in someone's face for sure.
0: Yeah, because most of the time when you're feeling these
1: emotions
0: and acting in these behaviors, you're stuck in your own mind and your own head. Unless you mm-hmm. say it to like a third party or someone else, you don't really see what is happening to you,
1: you mm-hmm. know, until
0: someone mentions it and brings it up. Last is to identify what you really want. Self-sabotage can happen if when you're trying to look for a way out. So these behaviors suggest something that you're about your situation that you're in that isn't working
1: for you. Something that you're not happy about. Is this like almost like a scapegoat feeling in a way because you are trying to avoid all these situations?
0: Yeah. Or you're very indecisive.
1: That's me. I don't know what I want
0: all the time. So in a sense where I don't know what I want, I can't figure out why am I feeling this way and how to resolve it. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know what I want. Yeah.
1: You feel kind of lost, right?
0: Yeah. And then I'm projecting that feeling onto another person Mm -hmm. because I don't know what I want.
1: And then the other person doesn't know what I want. (laughs) Because you don't know what you want. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, And it's actually funny because I think so, I did a little bit of a self-talk and this is a very common practice that I usually do. It's like, Jen, what do you really want? Like, seriously, what the heck do you want? It's true. You're feeling all these emotions. You have to know an idea of what you need right now and when i do a little bit of self-talk i write down a list of things that's in my mind and it's a good form of journaling as well so just writing it down your thoughts and everything and then reflecting back the next day what you wrote down you're just thinking okay
0: do i really want this or do I not yeah want
1: exactly is it is this where it's leading at is this what i need is this what what my emotions telling me to do so, it's a really good exercise to do that, too.
0: Because I, I myself, is a, am already a very indecisive person. Yeah. Like, the worst question you can ask me is, what do you want to eat?
1: <laughs> oh, I my God. I think everyone goes through
0: that question. <laughs> so, I have a really difficult time of trying to pick out what I want to eat. Mm-hmm. So, it's hard for me to do that with my emotions as well. Yeah. And I believe that is because of my upbringing. My parents make all the decisions for us growing up. I do not mm-hmm. have to make any decisions. So, for now... For me to pick my own destiny, quote unquote, you know, my own journey. Yeah, I can't because I don't know what's the right thing Answer. to do. Yeah, yeah. Am I gonna make the wrong mistake, or or be right? Like, who knows? But I'm scared of the fear of oh. picking the wrong okay. thing. Ah. so that's why I'm so indecisive, guys. Ah, the
1: struggle. But I, I realize it,
0: so I'm trying to get better at it. Sometimes I just have to make those executive decisions and be like, "This is what I want."
1: That's no so one funny.
0: try to like. Change my mind this is this is it (laughs) so six is to seek for professional help there's no shame in needing professional support Mm -hmm. so during that time when i was at my lowest i went to do cbt and that really helped me because it brought up so many things that i never thought that number one would happen to me Mm -hmm. number two i would be feeling and number three how to overcome it
1: yeah yeah i still use it till this day the cbt
0: thing it's still in the back of my mind
1: Mm -hmm.
0: of the things that to make it a Healthier and more positive thought and emotion versus negative.
1: Yeah, I want to put it out there. You shouldn't be ashamed of asking for help. Exactly. Really, you shouldn't really because we are human beings. We make different flaws, and we're not meant to be perfect. But we do understand that if you really need help, you should ask for it without a shame. Especially now during with the COVID, mm-hmm. so many things are uncertain. How
0: many people lost their
1: jobs? Yeah. You know? And how many traumatizing things that they've seen in their lives. Exactly. All the healthcare workers, what did they have to go through (sighs) trying to treat all these
0: patients? Yeah. You know, a lot of people go through a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. Especially now.
1: So, be nice. (laughs) Yeah. Losing their job to um, not even working in the same career anymore because of all those trauma that happened to them. Exactly. So, the last one. The bottom line, which is self-sabotaging behaviors, are often deeply ingrained and hard to recognize. And once you do recognize them, noticing how you hold yourself back can be hard to come to terms with it. So it's just realizing it and letting it sink in. It's up to you to stop to end of this because it is a behavior. It's a comfort behavior, actually, because... Self-sabotaging, it's so much easier to get into instead of solving your problems. Exactly, and I agree with
0: that. So you guys, make sure to check out our Instagram because that is where we post most of our resources. Mm-hmm. So you can see again for the CBT, you'll see the resources for how to overcome tips and tricks to mm-hmm. overcome self-sabotage mm-hmm. and what it means when you are feeling those kind of emotions. Yep,
1: and we could give you some a little bit of recreation Tips and tricks because um, definitely in my facility, we do a lot of journaling and affirmations, which is the biggest key to a person who may experience self-sabotaging or in the part of depression.
0: And like I said before, we do post daily affirmations Mm -hmm. daily. So definitely go there and check it out if you ever need a positive boost in your life.
1: Uh, A pick-me-up. Yep. Also... Also, don't forget, if you want to direct message us, you can email us at
0: sincerely.2js at gmail.com.
1: Mm-hmm. If you want a little bit of further of coaching here and there, mm-hmm. we're both happy to help you out from there because we're your friends and we are looking out for you as a friend. All right. Well, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SincerelyJJPodcast. Of course, we would love, love to hear what you liked about our show. Of course, right? Thank you for tuning in. Don't forget, we are going through life's beautifully unwritten detours together. Sincerely, JJ. JJ.
0: Bye. Bye.